Hello from beautiful Atlanta. This is your host, Lauren Leslie, with the Design Tribe Podcast. This is the podcast version of my live webinar series you'll find mostly every Sunday at 3 p.m. We'll be discussing all things related to the design side of your online business and interviewing creative entrepreneurs that inspire. If you'd like to join my webinar series, you'll be able to follow along with awesome slides that I made all pretty, and you'll get to interact with me on live video. I'll also be live streaming to YouTube and in the Design Tribe Facebook group if you'd rather tune in there. To sign up for the live webinars, go to laurenlesley.com slash webinar dash series. Or if you'd like to join our Facebook community, check out facebook.com slash groups slash design tribe Lauren Leslie. No dashes. <laughs> Thanks for connecting with the design tribe. Let's start the conversation. Hey everyone, Lauren here with Lauren Leslie Studio. And today we're going to be talking about why every designer should have a blog. Now, if you're a designer, you may have a different view of blogging than the rest of the world. To designers, blogging isn't this glamorous thing where you walk around the city uh, drinking a latte all day. Designers in their day-to-day job understand how much actually goes into creating content like this. I mean, for our jobs, we're looking at trend research, color research, getting props, doing photo shoots. We understand that you're going to be lugging around different props all over town. And it's a lot of physical work. When it comes to blogging, we're kind of like, oh, like I just want to create the content. Like I don't, I want to just design. Like I don't want to have to do the marketing part of my design business. And I think that's super natural for designers. We really just want to be creative, be in our element, be our little introverted selves, listening to music and drawing or painting or uh, creating graphics. So the marketing part can be a little bit difficult because we don't always like being in the limelight. We don't like talking about ourselves or bragging about ourselves. Um, we just really want to like do the work and like hope people like it. But the problem with that is nobody's going to see it if you don't promote it, especially if you're a solopreneur and you have a design business or a side hustle like I do. Um, I started my Etsy shop in 2011 and since then have been really focused on growing that uh, design business, especially in the last year. And I would say from like 2011 until like 2016, mid 2016 or 2017, actually, I didn't really do any promoting. I was just, I had my Etsy shop. If people found my work, that was great. Like I loved having the extra money, but it wasn't something that I really like worked hard to promote and get in front of people's eyes. And so for that reason, it was just kind of this flat line. The business didn't really grow like this, like the way you would want it to. I think a big reason for why it just kind of stayed flat was because I wasn't blogging. And guys, like I've debated for a year. I mean, literally, I mean, I really just started focusing on blogging within the last month or two. So it's taken me until 2018 to actually realize how important it is that if you want to really grow your design business and get in front of people's eyes, that you have to share, share, share your work. And social sites like Instagram are really fun, but they like something like 90%, don't quote me on that, but a huge amount of your Instagram posts aren't even seen because of the algorithm. So for that reason, you really want to start blogging because it is evergreen content. It stays on your website and it's searchable. 
And really the number one reason is because when you have a website, Google is trying to crawl your website for keywords. It's trying to find all the different keywords um, that's relevant to the search engine, right? SEO is search engine optimization. So if someone's looking for, let's say, a real estate logo, and you sell real estate logos, and Google's searching your website, and you only have like maybe five examples, and those are just listings that just stay flat, then you're not going to rank very high in the search engine. Because as Google's bots crawl your website and the spiders crawl your website, you're not going to have a ton of keywords that tells Google that you're the expert at real estate logos, even though you are. You're magnificent at it. But Google doesn't know that. When you have a blog, you have an endless, endless stream and opportunity for keywords to build. This is called keyword density. So when you have the blog, you can create blog posts I would recommend three to five times a week. For me right now, I have a full-time job. So this it's really hard to create five blog posts per week. I've been able to crank out about three per week. Um, and that's going back to different customer examples, which is a pretty quick blog post. You're able with that to create a template. So if you're a designer, this is what I would recommend first. If you're having trouble coming up with ideas for blog posts, I would go back to old customer work, customer projects, and just spell out the project from start to finish. It can be super quick and it can just be a template with two to three graphics and you just plop them in and just say, hey, this customer came to me and wanted a real estate logo, blah, blah, blah. This is you know, the brief and this is the finished piece. Voila. This is what she sent me. She loved it. And now she uses it in her business and she's super happy with it. That's an easy way to create multiple blog posts over and over again for uh, your keyword density. So that way, if you're saying, hey, I did this customer project, I did this customer project, and you're using the word, the keywords, real estate logo over and over again, all of a sudden that really starts to add up on Google and Google's spiders are crawling your website being like, oh, like this person is the expert on real estate logos because it sees that keyword over a hundred times. So it's going to rank your website at the top of Google and hopefully get on the first page for being an expert in your niche. Also, (laughs) uh, so SEO is one of the main reasons to start blogging. And that's like a really good way to build up your keyword density, as I was just saying. Also, I would check out Lauren Hooker's Ellen Company. She has a really great explanation of um, how much her website traffic increased based on the number of times a business published a blog post. So she did this little experiment where she was like, okay, like I'm posting for a while for, I think for the first six months of her business, she was posting on her blog every single day. So she built this huge amount of blog posts and the keywords, you know, they were all relevant to her design business, talking about different designs, talking about branding is what she specializes in. Yes. She was starting to rank. She also now ranks on the first page of Google. So that's amazing. But her blog posts, she kind of experimented and then came down and only started posting like three times per week. And I have a really great graphic from her on my website, which is basically the same content as this video. So you should go to the blog post and if you want to see the graphics. Unfortunately, I can't toggle my screen on YouTube Live, but it shows you basically... If you your traffic index, basically, if you if you only have like one to four blog posts per month, it's gonna get you like maybe like a hundred views. And businesses that blog 16 to 20 times per month, 
got over two times more traffic than those that blogged less than four times per month. So that's a really great metric. Those who blogged at least 20 times per month had five times, five times more traffic to their website uh, than those who blogged less than four times per month. So if you're a designer and you want people to be seeing your designs, yeah, it's great that you're posting on Instagram or maybe on Facebook or Twitter. But honestly, like blogging is going to get you the SEO and it's evergreen content. That's the other thing is that when people are searching those keywords, they're ready to buy. They have an issue or a problem and they're looking to solve it. And when you are able to pop up in the Google uh, search engine, then they're already like a warm lead. Whereas if you're posting on Instagram or something like that, not to knock on Instagram, I love Instagram, but you know, people are just kind of bored and they're scrolling through their phone and they're, you know, oh, that's pretty hard. Oh, that's pretty hard. But they're just wasting time while they're sitting at the doctor's office or waiting for the red light to change. Don't text and drive. But you know, if you're still, you know, sitting still in your car, I feel like that's when people are on Instagram or on their lunch break. You know, it's not like they're, oh, I'm a real estate agent and I really need this logo. So I need to, you know, I'm searching because I want to actually make something happen. I'm ready to take action. Okay, so the next reason why you really need a blog is to help grow your brand online and to grow your online presence. Customers really want to be able to get to know you. More and more people want to buy something from someone they feel like they have a personal connection with. It doesn't mean that you start blogging about your dog, your best friend, your boyfriend problems, any of that. Just stay away from that. (laughs) Stay on topic, but be yourself. Let your personality shine through. Um, That way people, you know, they're still interested. Your content is relevant to whatever they're needing, but they still feel like they can get to know your personality and it helps them want to buy from you. So if they can buy a real estate logo from anyone, then they may as well buy it from you because they feel like they have a personal connection to you now and they just like you um, at the end of the day. The other great thing about blogging is that you can repurpose content. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. So I created a blog post on why designers need a blog. And that is what I'm creating this video for. So I'm now using it on YouTube. I can make an Instagram post about it if I want to. I can use it for a webinar. I can use it over and over again. I also created um, like a blog post about ultraviolet, the Pantone color of the year. And you should also watch that video if you are at all interested in the Pantone color of the year for 2018. I was kind of surprised that it was purple, but I really dive into the content there. But I repurposed that blog post. First, it was a blog post. I did all the research for Ultraviolet, the Pantone color of the year for 2018. I did a webinar on it and I repurposed it as my podcast. Um, It's also on YouTube and Facebook Live. So this one topic, this one bit of content, I was able to spread to so many different channels and improve my reach. And it's basically the same amount of work for that piece of content. I'm just using different mediums to share it with different audiences. So then I was able to also share... Yeah, so the podcast went to iTunes and Spotify. And I was able to share my imagery on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook and reaching all audiences there. So the other great thing is that if you're a designer, having a blog... This is really why designers need a blog. Is that customers want to see your previous work and your process. They really want to see your creative process and how you've handled customers in the past. And a listing doesn't really let them see that. Like you can post examples of your design work or your finished product and it might look great, but it really helps customers see themselves 
working with you. If they can see, oh, like this real estate agent contacted this designer and they explained what they wanted. And this is how the designer handled it. And I can see the original photos that they sent them. I can see how they explained the design brief. Um, So when designers have a blog, it really shows their creative process and the end product. It really just spells it out for the customer so that the customer can really just picture themselves working with you. The four steps I recommend anytime you're creating a design project is, you know, you start with the idea. That's number one. Number two is you create, 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 create. You create until you get it right. Number three. Now, most of the time, for since from 2011 up until, you know, like 2017, really, that's kind of where I stopped. I stopped at step two. And that's why I stayed flatlined, you know? I wasn't getting uh, a ton of traffic. My design business wasn't growing like it is now. But step three would be to share. Share your work. Share it as much as you can. Share it everywhere. I would really recommend to, first, why designers need a blog. Sharing it on your blog. Showing customers your process. Second, I would create a vertical image to share it on Pinterest. The reason why is because Pinterest is a search engine. Most people think of it as like a social media platform, just like Instagram or Facebook, Um, but it's not. It's actually a search engine. So those same SEO, search engine optimization keywords can create evergreen traffic on link that back to Facebook, link that back to Pinterest. Also, sure, post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram. But I would first recommend Pinterest and YouTube because YouTube and Pinterest are both search engine sites. So they are basing everything on keywords and you want to just be able to rank there and it just creates evergreen content so that you can always, always, always share that information. And the fourth step, so you have ideas, create, share, and the fourth one is teach. So you want to share your work. You want to share your designs. Yes, yes, yes. Love, love, love. But the way you can really add value to is to teach other people your creative process. You can teach like I'm doing now other designers, why they need a blog. Why do designers need a blog? Well, I just told you. So that is pretty much it. But if you really, really, really can't stand the idea of blogging, I still recommend it. Every designer needs a blog. That's what I would recommend. But if you really can't handle it, then there are other things you can do, like create a video blog. Like if you just can't sit down and type, I understand. For me, it helps get my thoughts out. It helps me organize my thoughts. But You can vlog. That's the new form of vlogging, which is a video blog. So I would do that. But you definitely want to be putting yourself out there and not forgetting those last two steps, which the first two are ideas, create, share, and teach. Definitely share and teach. Okay, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. thank you so much for listening to the design tribe podcast i really hope you enjoyed the conversation today and i hope you don't mind but could i ask you for one little tiny favor the next time you're in itunes if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating and a review it would literally make my day (laughs) my kindergarten teacher started giving me gold stars and ever since then i've been hooked but for real it helps us get found so that other awesome people like you can join the dialogue and connect with each other And as a quick reminder, we go live on the webinar version of this podcast on Sundays at 3 p.m. So head over to laurenlesley.com slash webinar dash series or check out the Facebook group where we'll be streaming on Facebook Live as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Talk soon.